Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content. Let's get into the show. First episode that we've got going on for 2022. Um, my name is Michael, and obviously we've got uh, Ben Solkeld here. Ben, how are you? Yeah, good, brother. Good to be here, man. Yeah, glad to uh, to have you here. It's a pretty exciting times. Like I said, this is going to be the brand new episode for 2022. So I'm yeah, I'm I'm super pumped because I think we're going to have uh, some amazing conversations. You know. During this season, we'll call it season two for uh, for Unleashed. Yeah, yeah, exciting times. Absolutely, man. Thank you for uh, jumping on and hosting this thing. No, no, I'm pumped. This was uh, something I wanted to do. I think today's topic is going to be real interesting. Um, I think it's uh, something that's definitely going to trigger uh, um, some folks out there. So I'm really curious as to uh, how you know people are going to react. But uh, let's get the formalities out of the way. Um, you know, if you uh, haven't followed yet, please go ahead and give us a follow. If you are, you know, interested in anything that we do, you know, make sure to check out risingkings.com.au. Yeah, let's let's sort of get into it. Um, you know, today's topic, uh, we're gonna be sort of discussing uh, marriage. Now, I sort of came up with this topic uh, last week. Um, like I said, we're a few weeks into 2022, and on a daily basis, I get a chance to talk to a variety of men. And one of the reoccurring themes that, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of guys say lately is, you know, that um, they're getting complacent in their marriage, um, that they feel like, like, one, they're sort of like a guest in their own home. They might be living in the same sort of house as their wife, but they're certainly not acting as if they're married. I had one gentleman tell me basically straight up was, my marriage is falling apart and I feel like it's it's my fault. So, you know, the 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 sort of the title for, for today's episode is it is it your fault that your wife is about to leave you? Mm. Thoughts on that, Ben? Yeah. It's just a very strong and, and close to my heart topic. Um you know, I think just to put into context here, and this is probably I would say this is probably the most important thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, from marriage, uh, my chosen one, who I, who's my wife, I refer to her as the chosen one. Through us being married, you know, we're coming up to uh, close to twelve years. It'll be twelve years in a month. So, you know, I've been through the the whole journey of it all. Uh, I was very checked out at the start. Uh, I wouldn't say I was a great husband at all. Um, I'm, I'm actually very grateful my wife my chosen one actually <laughs> stayed around during those um early years of marriage uh, not not in terms of being a physical abusive or person like that but just I, w- I i was not fucking standard in terms of what it means to be a husband but there was one thing that my wife y- used to tell me um early on in our marriage which is marriage is work Mm. marriage is work and i think at at first when i first heard that i used to laugh at it thinking that's it's ridiculous that means you just like this this is how low it got in terms of me as a husband my response was you're not with the right person then <laughs> no way mm. i'd be like well you we're, we're obviously not with the right people and that's you know that, that i'm sure if, when my wife listens to this it bra- breaks her heart that 
that that's where I was as a, as a as a man. Like that's I was just in that modality of life that it was mm. like why why should marriage be work? And so over the years, you know, I, I'm talking, you know, coming close to twelve years of marriage here. I'm a, I'm a completely different person to what I was, and I totally agree. Marriage is work. You've got to put in the work. It's like it's like anything in life, anything that's rewarding in life, as we all know, whether that's business, financial success, whether that's physically, you know, you want six-pack abs, you want guns, you want, you know, you want to be strong, you want to be healthy, whether that's in sport, whether that's in, you know, relationships with your children, etc. It comes down to work. Like you you've got to invest in it. And I think this is probably a key piece that I feel a lot of men uh, would miss is we forget that. We just go, mm. it's just it's it's marriage, I'm married now, let's move on to the next thing. But you know, over the years, you know, one of the biggest things that I've been looking into is like I I look at the trajectory of life with my chosen one, and I'm 43, and if I'm I'm I want to live to a hundred. Like I got another fifty-seven years with my chosen one together, so I mean, I I want to invest in this thing. That's crazy. That like, because honestly, for me, when me and my partner, we've been in a relationship now for about twelve years. I never even thought about it as as work. Like, frankly mm. speaking, for me, it was like, okay, we're boyfriend girlfriend, great. Let's just sort of continue that cycle. And then once we had kids, I just got. I'm comfortable. I'll just be mm. perfect class. Like I'm comfortable. I don't do, you know, one of the guys that I spoke with, um, I think it was like two weeks ago. He said, we haven't been, or me and my wife haven't been on a second first date. <laughs> and when I heard that, I was like, like, damn, that's, that's an interesting thing. And I look back and pre pandemic and everything like that, me and my partner haven't been on a, you know, second first date and i thought that was a really interesting statement um i'm curious you know how how do you know when when your marriage is sort of in that that trouble phase you know what are what are some of those signs that you know to look out for as a guy to go man what something's happening here and i need to do something about it i mean i think you know it's one of it's one of those things you you know in your heart it's it's a feeling you get you know you come home from work uh your partner wife chosen one asks you about your day and you know it's easy to get your back up and it's like oh you know it was good you just want to brush it off you don't really want to connect you don't want to communicate when right. it starts heading down that path man you you like you're heading into some some dangerous territory because the the females the you know the feminine they want to connect that, that's that's how they form trust that's how they form you know, bond. They they want to make they they want to feel like they're heard, that they're seen, that they're in a relationship. You know, like mm. it's it's two people. Uh, we as men, masculine. You know, especially you know high masculinity type type men. You know, we find that stuff kind of hard, and that's why it's called the work. That's why you've got to invest in the marriage. Like you know, there's days and times where yeah, I don't want to talk about my day because I'm just I'm stuck in my head. But I need to put in the effort if I want to create a really well-connected and beautiful relationship with my chosen one. So I have to continually push myself out of my comfort zone. Like My comfort zone would be to retract, don't want to talk about it, let's just eat dinner, get it over and done with, and get on with, you know, get on with my evening. Right. 
versus actually, you know, getting uncomfortable. Okay, my wife wants to hear about how my day was. I'll share with that. I'll, you know, I'll divulge in it a bit. I'll open up more. I'll start to connect with her. So I feel, you know, for a guy, anytime you feel that you're not communicating, you're not connecting, you're, you're really not opening up to your, your wife, that's that for me is is like the starting sign. The second thing is, you know, you 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 our our wives and and females for most of us will will tell us, <laughs> you know, when there's when there's a problem like why aren't you communicating? Why aren't you talking with me? Why aren't you connecting? And a lot of the time, you know, like and I'm just talking about my my experience here, you know, I'd brush it off. I'm like, we live in like I fucking do. Like I live in the same house. Right. You know, I That's sleep I in the same bed as you every night. Like yeah. what do you mean I'm not around? Like I I <laughs> I would I would brush I literally would 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 brush it off cuz I didn't want to deal with it. But the truth was, it's like, yeah, you're here physically, Ben. But you're not fucking here. Like you're really not investing in this marriage or this union. You just you're just a fucking housemate. You're just another plate on the table. You know, you're just a bunch of clothes in the, in the drawer. Like I'm not really at that point. I really was not. If I if I speak truth here, I was not investing in my marriage, and that's what had to transition. That's what had to change. And like you said at the start, man, this is this can be a pretty confronting, uncomfortable conversation for a lot of men. And I'll put it into this uh, point of context because I'm, I'm I'm pretty vocal about this. I'm very passionate about it. Our partners and females and wives have a very, very high pain tolerance and they will put up with quite a lot. And so if it gets to the point where it breaks, it means like that they have put up with quite a lot for quite a long time and their pain threshold is pretty high that short of doing something fucking, you know, bashing, you know, stuff that, you know, I, I, I've, I've never even thought about but you know that stuff's happening they they are willing to make to do everything they can to make things work and so we need to and this is why like coming back to your question is this your fault like it's may not be your fault but it is your responsibility like it's it's our duty as men to step forward into this to actually ask ourselves the hard question am i am i truly showing up like don't don't worry about the term husband and all that things, but are you showing up as that that union, that person, that best friend, that soulmate for your chosen one? And I use the term chosen one, like you fucking chose her. Mm. She chose you. It's not a forced union. We chose this person out of all the fucking people in the world that we've met to date. You chose that person. The man chose that person. I chose my wife, right? I've got to show up. Now mm. to being like, I chose it for a reason, man. You made so I got to invest in this. You made an interesting statement there when you said that uh, you know women have a high tolerance of pain, and for her to crack, I mean, she's been putting up with with your your BS for quite some time. So I'm curious why, and I'm I'm 100 guilty of this. Why are some guys, including myself, so dense and naive and don't realize? that you know that their partner is going through something difficult and when they do realize it it's just way too late like why why yeah why don't we see it earlier comfort <laughs> like the, at the at the end of the day is i i think we see it i think 
like again, I'm I'm going to speak on just personal experience here. I was fucking lazy. I didn't want to have to put in the work. Like I I and I honestly believe deep down, like my wife's you know she's not going to leave. Like that's pretty naive. They're not mm. going to leave until they do. And the other thing is like one of the things that we we like to sort of put on ourselves. I'll be sweet, mate. If she left, I, I'm fucking cool. I can handle this. I'm a lone wolf. I can sort my life out. Like that's what was running through my head mm. back in the back in the days. Because I'm like, oh, I'm one of those dudes. Like, I can be alone out in the bush for fucking months on my own, no problem. So I'm like, if she wants to leave. Like that's that's up to her. It's not my responsibility. That's her choice, etc. And so I was very naive because I wasn't playing the the union game. I was just playing Ben, Ben in the world game, mm. you know, selfish, just whatever suits me. And what, what we don't know is what does it feel like in your fifties, sixties, seventies to be alone. And everyone I've met, like I'm, I'm big on, I want to meet people who inspire me, who are 10 years ahead, 20 years ahead, 30 years ahead. I am yet to meet a single person in their 50s, 60s, 70s, even 80s who I've spoken to that haven't said the most important piece of their entire life has been the relationship they've had with their partner. Because once you start getting up to those things and the kids leave and you know business isn't that important anymore, it can get very fucking lonely. Mm. So it's... I think to answer your question, man, I, I, I feel, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still doing the work. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not like... I live in bliss with my marriage and my wife and I never have, you know, we, we don't call them arguments, but like confrontations to discuss things. Like I, I still have to work on it every fucking day because I can fall into old comfortable habits and patterns very, very quickly. But what I found is like what, what I think is happening and where men get stuck with this is we just get complacent. We actually think we don't need that other person. And look, the truth is, of course you don't need them. But there's a desire to want to be with them. And that's what has to, that's, that's where the, the change has to occur. And I went through, you know, this work on my marriage. Uh, I did it, it was, um, I, can't, I can't remember the name, it was a course, it was about two years ago. I just did it on my own. And that's where I learned about the, the term, the chosen one. And mm. it was an eye opener for me because it reminded me, it was like, brother, you, you've chosen her. You now have a responsibility to, show up to be there for her to connect with her to put in the work and man since 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 you know 10 years ago to now even you know well sorry we've been married for nearly 12 and we're together for about six before that is we were you know really uh i i would say you know my wife was showing up quite well but we've grown so much as as a union and I, I would honestly say I see her through a lens today that I didn't even see her through this strong of a lens when we were married. Like it just gets better and better. Our connection physically, our connection mentally, our, com uh, our connection emotionally is just growing and growing and growing over and over and over. Uh, but again, like it comes back to what I was saying, like that's I've in I'm investing into this relationship, into our marriage. Now, to some guys, and like I said, I'm I'm guilty of of this because I'm one of those guys that are hard headed, and I've said those same things that you said earlier to myself when my partner and I have, you know, been in arguments where 
Yeah, if she leaves, I'm, I'll be cool. I'll be perfectly fine. I'll go back to my old ways, doing what I used to do, you know, in my in my 20s and in my 30s, right? So I'm curious is, like, how do you avoid, like, these common mistakes so that you can have a happy and long marriage? Mm. Like, what are, yeah, what, yeah, what do you do? So I, I don't think you're alone in thinking that. I think we can, we all, I'd say most men listening to this probably go through that same thinking quite regularly. What some well some of some of the things that have really enhanced my connection and to to the marriage and um, doing the work on the marriage. One has been uh, a very simple tool called what we call the daily gesture of love. And so it's every day we just do a, a small little gesture, whether that's sending them a text message, uh, writing on a post-it note that you love them, that you're grateful for them, uh, even as simple as just giving them, you know, a 15 second hug to a 30 second hug. Now, there's two reasons why we do it, why I do it. The, the first is for them to show, hey, I, I, I see you, I love you. But what, what really struck me out of this, uh, doing this daily gesture of love, wasn't I, I'm doing it so that she knows that I, I love her. It was reminding me of how fucking lucky I am how grateful I am to have her in my life. And it had actually started changing my, I guess the way I saw the relationship with my chosen one, because I started to see and really connect with all the things I was grateful for that she does in my life that I take for granted. You know, like the, even even just little conversations, man, that that you'll have with your wife over time. Like these are the things that we just... We just take for granted, you know, the time she cooks your meals, uh, whether she washes your clothes and you know, keeps the house in order, looks after the children, you know, creating space for us as men to do the things that we need to do. We just take all that shit for granted because that's, that's <laughs> where we've ended up. And so we have to really put in that conscious effort. And I feel the daily gesture of love has, has really helped with that. The other thing is just reminding myself of like, I, I chose her. Like I have a duty here. Mm. I have a duty to honor our union as a as a husband and wife or as a as a as a couple. Like again, it doesn't have to be marriage, it doesn't have to be husband and wife, but you know, we've decided to be together. And I, I want to have a beautiful long term, you know, even friendship connection with my chosen one. And so they're, they're the things that have supported me on this journey in terms of marriage. Now, those daily gestures of love, when I started doing that, the first thing I did was, you know, give it a hug. And she felt mm. like, she was like, well, what, are you, what, what are you doing? And that <laughs> was, for me, that was, I, I, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to, you know. But like, I noticed that once I started, you know, writing the random sticky notes, leaving it randomly in the house and just put, you know, I love you and stuff like that. Like her attitude sort of changed. She seemed like she was, um, yeah, just, just would giggle randomly when she would see things like this. And when you send her text messages, um, yeah, just everything sort of the aura around the house seemed to just be different. Um, and I noticed too, for me was I began to sort of see the things that, that made me fall in love with her in the first place mm. when I did that. Um, and the same thing with like the daily gratitudes 
that I used to write down. Like that really sort of helped open my eyes to why I chose her, which made me act differently and have a different attitude um, towards my partner. So for me, those things, um, yeah, was was really, really great. And it helped with our communication a lot. I noticed that I began to, to open up and talk a little bit more and be able to share. And really, at the end of the day, that's kind of what she was looking for. Mm. Um, and I know, like, you know, other guys that I've talked to about this, you know, sort of, you know, said the same thing. But I'm curious, what are some of the tips that you can give to to men um, so that they can stay in sort of like a, a longer or a long, passionate marriage? Yeah, man, I think the first thing that, a guy needs to do is is take a good hard look at the union that they have right so it's it's like coming back to the foundations it's like you you've made a commitment here why and and i love what you just said there before why did you fall in love with this person in the first place what was it about her you know actually starting with that as as the premise to remind yourself like here's here's another human being that we have high expectations of that, you know, she's dealing with life the same way that we're dealing with life. She's got her own challenges and battles and fears and frustrations and everything she's dealing, but we expect them to fucking just fall in line and do whatever we want to do. So we've, we've got to be, we've got to be reminded here that it's, it's another human being. Like she's doing her best with the tools and everything she has in the life that she has. And here's another, and here's someone who she wants to connect with the, the man that she wants to connect with. And so one of the, one of the things, like I said, is get back to the foundations. The second thing is, like you said there before, it's, it's time to like step up. So you really got to look at, okay, what's my duty here as a partner, as a man in this woman's life, Mm -hmm. right? She's looking for trust. She's looking for security. She's looking for connection. Um, you know, a lot of the times we think, oh, it just, you know, she's looking for, she just needs a roof over her head and money in the bank. But they, they don't, they would sacrifice, uh, most of them would sacrifice that to have a beautiful bond and a connection to know that whatever life is being thrown, whatever life is going to throw at you, together you guys will work through it as as a unit as a union because what i see again is a lot of the times when we hit chaos or challenges in our lives what do we do we try and solve it on our own rather mm. than hey we're in this together you know this was a, another big turning point for my wife and i was when i started to look at the challenges of life as a union we're doing this together we're raising children together it's not just Hey, you go have your time and I'll look after the kids. Now you go look after the kids while I go have my time. It's like why we need to we we deal with these challenges that the kids are facing together. We deal with the challenges of business together. We deal with the challenges of life together. And now we work as a unit. And I think that's you know one of the key aspects to this is you got to start looking at it if you th- through the men's lens here. Do you want to do this together? Like not just now, not just for a week, not just for a month. I'm talking for the next 50 years of your life mm. because there's beauty with it. When you celebrate something, and I, I'm sure you can attest, man, when you do something and your wife's there and you both see it together, there's a fucking magic that occurs. It's awesome to do things on your own and, and see great things that occur and you know on, on your own when you accomplish something, but there's also a very cool special magic that occurs when 
you do it together. You know, when you go on a family holiday and you deal with some challenges that occur, but you still come away from it because you've created that beautiful experience. So in terms of the tools, it's, it's, it's really down to the man to start getting his mindset around this approach and recognizing that marriage, marriage is work. You're going to have to invest in it. Yeah, you just can't sort of, like you said earlier, go to work, come home, eat dinner and just move on, right? <laughs> yeah. You have to really put in, put in the time and put in the work. Um, you know, half of, I think we're about a 50-50 split on, on our audience here. And I'd be really, really interested as to what some of the women have to say mm. um, on this topic. So, you know, if, if you're one of our female uh, listeners out there, you know, please let us know what it is that us guys tend to, you know, fall or fall short on uh, when it comes to the marriages. And to some of the guys that are listening out there, you know, please go ahead and, and also send us a DM at Rising Kings um, on social and let us know, you know, what are some of the th- things that we may be missing? What are the things that you've done um, to sort of save your marriage? Um, and also, you know, realistically, like, where are you falling short? Like, how can mm. you relate? Because I know guys out there are able to relate to this. I'm not the only one that's feeling this. Those 20 some odd men that I've talked to who have said similar things, I know are not the only one that, that is going through this. So yeah, if this is something that you feel strong on you know shoot us a dm um and also if you i know that you've got friends that you know could use or you know to to listen to this uh make sure that you share uh, this podcast with them so yeah final thoughts ben i think it's it, it it just comes down to you know the the desire to be a better version of yourself and marriage is part of that and you know the the final piece here is i i'm not saying I got this all figured out either. I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I'm in the same boat as all the brothers in Legacy. It's it's an ever evolving process. I still have work to do on my marriage. I can I know I can still be a better husband. I can still be a better, you know, chosen one and you know, father of my children with the union of my chosen one. And so I'm just continually you know, looking, analyzing, catching myself when I fall back into old habits and patterns, you know, creating that good open communication with my with my wife that, you know, when she says something, I don't just get triggered by it and offended and say, that's bullshit. I actually go, you're absolutely correct, sweetheart. Mm. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, you know, that's an area for me to improve on. So it's never ending, but it's, you, you got to have that desire to it, to want to, to want to make it work. Great points, great points. And and for me, my my biggest lesson and my biggest takeaway was the fact that and I, when I used to hear you say, you know, my chosen one, I used to go, oh, that, that's kind of weird. Like I've never really heard somebody <laughs> refer to their wife or their partner as their chosen one. But now that I understand why you say it, it makes more sense. And now it sort of opened my eyes as to, to yeah, like you just realize I chose my wife i chose to be with her mm. now it's like okay you look at it in a completely different light and it just makes sense to yeah you have to really put in the work you know yeah. to keep things uh yeah to keep things working so yeah well thank you guys and thank you ben for for your time and uh, thank you guys for uh listening to our first episode and like i said if this is something that you guys sort of can relate to um if you have some some thoughts on this we'd love to hear it uh, send us a message at Rising Kings on social. Uh, don't forget to give us a follow. And more importantly, share it with uh, with your friends um, by hitting that share button. 
Um, but yeah, my name is Michael. Of course, we've got uh, Ben here, director of Rising Kings. And uh, to some of the men out there, if you are interested in looking further into Rising Kings and to really find out what we're all about, make sure you check out risingkings.com.au. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. So that's it for this week's show. We really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Make sure that you head over to iTunes, uh, rate and review the show. This really helps us get the message out there to ensure we're doing our part in helping others raise their standards and live to their highest order. Also too, if you haven't already, you can apply to join our free Facebook group where we take this conversation deeper and further. And then finally, if you want additional resources, etc., head over to risingkings.com.au. Have an awesome week. Stay strong. Now it is.